The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must take America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must take America back as liberty weeps, our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. We are back. Second hour of the National Intel Report. I'm your host, John Statmiller, with you on this sixth day of July, folks, 2020. And I have a caller online. Uh, let me get to Kelly in Austin. Go ahead, Kelly. Hi there, John. Um, I'm a first-time caller. I listen to you a lot. Thank you. Um, uh, about the mask, I, I don't wear a mask either. Uh, I just walked out of HEB. I uh, didn't wear a mask. And I was at another store earlier, and I didn't wear a mask. Basically, people leave me alone. A few people from time to time say something to me. And I just tell them, well, sue me. And I'll go about my business and then, and then, and then leave. But... Uh, I'm tired of this crap. I mean, I haven't, I haven't worn a mask yet. Uh, and and the mo- many of the people I talk with tell me that they know it's BS. And I tell them, well, if you know it's BS, then don't wear the damn mask. All you're doing is, 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 you're, is you're giving in. The, the mask is your symbol of, 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 uh, of obedience. That's the way I look at it. Wearing it yeah, as long as you're wearing a mask, you're telling, you're telling everybody, I'm willing to obey. And this and, and stop obeying. And and Kelly, this is why what, what I asked the guys in the sandwich shop the other day, and it it really gave them cause for pause. I said, on behalf of the sub shop, you're speaking for the ownership or the management of it. And I said, uh, you know, they didn't agree with it. I said, but look what you're doing. You're being told you've got to follow these rules, or they'll just shoot you out the door and bring somebody else in. And the question I ask him is, this is what's going on now. What are they going to be asking you to do next? You think this is well, over that's with? That's it. Yeah. They're measuring us to see how far we'll go. Exactly. And once they figure out that they can do this, then they'll, then they'll go a little further. A little further. Again, it's, it's the frog in the, the, the frog in the, in the boiling water analogy. Well, they're, 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 they're ramping up the temperature bit by bit, and eventually they'll just have us all. Well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm the scorpion on the frog's bank, uh, back, rather, uh, crossing the stream. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I am, too. One, one more thing I want to tell you. That, that black militia in Georgia was escorted into that park by police. Yes, they were. Um, I saw a policeman on a motorcycle at, at, at the head of that, and there were a couple of cars ahead of him, too. Mm-hmm. They were escorted in. That thing was staged. Mm-hmm. Now... Uh, if, if they think that they're trying to make a point that they're they're, they're big and scary and, and, and that and that the white militias are, are afraid to come out and fight, 
they're crazy. Uh, if you've had any experience with militias, you'll know that the militias are not going to go out there and, and, and hit them face-to-face. That's right. Uh, they're going to go out and they're going to use guerrilla warfare tactics. And I told somebody earlier today that 25, maybe 20 or 25 skilled uh, uh, militiamen skilled in guerrilla tactics could have taken that whole bunch out. Well, I mean, uh, Kelly, uh, Kelly, take a look at the American Revolution. That the Continental yeah. Army adapted the very same tactics, battlefield tactics, as the English did. So here they are, all lined up in neat little rows and fields, killing each other. Well, yeah. there are other people going, the hell with that. I'm going to hide behind this fence post, or I'm going to be up in the tree, or I'm going to be well, someplace wearing what amounted to the day as being a ghillie suit. I'm there, but you can't see me. <laughs> well, well, you're aware that the British complained because they didn't think that guerrilla warfare was cricket. Well, uh, they during, they objected. The yeah, they objected to it. Uh, they, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, right. But this this issue with the militia is just going to spin out of control because they're trying to probe to see how far out they can go. What they don't understand right now is, is that the militias are not are not concentrated in the cities. The militias are outside of the cities, mm-hmm. and they do communicate with each other. Well, okay, and, and, and they will coordinate. Okay, but, but if they try to spill out into the into, into the suburban areas, they're going to run into serious. Well, Kelly, problems. Kelly, I, I'll, I'll I'll take exception to what you just said there. The militia is everywhere. It's in the inner cities. It's in the suburbs. It's in the countryside. Uh, my experience with the militias back in the nineties were everywhere. We put our backpacks uh, and our rifles and our ammunition away because the apparent threat that they were going to come and take the arms did not materialize. And the only reason mm-hmm. it didn't materialize is what. Because the militia cropped up and said, no, 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 we don't think so. Well, I guess I have run into any militias here in in, in, in urban Austin, uh, downtown Austin. But uh, you get outside of Austin and you, and you do run into them. And that's the same same elsewhere. Uh, yeah, you, you probably find them in the cities. Well, outside of the cities, they're, 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 they're there, they're numerous. Well, Kelly, uh, do you live in Austin proper? Oh, I live in far south Austin. Okay, but that's still the city of Austin, right? It's still the city of Austin, yeah. And and, and as soon as I can get out of well, the city limits of Austin, well, I will. And I was just going to say, the militia I've met down here in Texas, uh, they were they don't want to be anywhere near Austin. You know, the the old uh, cute little saying, "Keep Austin weird," and we're the music city. Mm-hmm. Now this is this is turned into the little Moscow on Colorado, and that's when Moscow was part of the Soviet Union. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I've lived here off and on for 30 years. I came here for graduate school. I did my doctorate in geology here, and I couldn't seem to get out of town because my wife and my daughter. Uh, so I've been here as a reluctant, reluctant captive now for 30 years. Well, uh, and I, the city is just over the 30 years I've lived here. The city has just gone from bad to worse. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've, and, I've watched its deterioration. I've been down here for more than than 20 years. And I and I've watched the deterioration of it. It's it, it's horrible, and Austin yeah. being the seat of government for this entire landmass we call Texas, uh, that's pretty disheartening. Disheartening for well, for a lot of people. Uh, yes, it is. It is, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure there's anything we can do to 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 claim the city. I I, I would like to say reclaim the city, but Austin, Austin's been so liberal for so long. It's it's hard to imagine a time. And Austin wasn't anything but uh, but like this. Um, uh, so Austin stands out as just a it's just well, a, a festering sore right well, here in the middle of Central Texas. Kelly, Kelly, when I first got down here to Texas, there were professors at the University of Texas 
that you'd swear that uh, they just graduated Constitution class USA. Uh, these profs have oh, been really? re- yeah oh yeah these profs have been replaced with the communists. They they literally have. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember when I started college years ago, uh, we all had to have a class in democracy and communism. And uh, it was taught by the political science department. Well, you're not going to find anything like that now. Anything that would have would have been uh, that would have resembled that has been replaced by something that amounts to indoctrination now by 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 uh, professors who are so far left that really they're 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 they're, they're obvious they're communists. Well, and um, and that's going to have a backlash as well. I mean, who? What parent, if they're paying for any portion of their kid's education? You know, what are they supposed to do? Cough up some bucks and then hold their nose? Or are they going to well, say... I wouldn't do it now. Yeah. Yeah, and a, that's my point. Now. That's my point. A lot of parents are telling their kids, look, no, you're going someplace else. We're going to keep you out of the communist enclaves here. Mm-hmm. So, well, all, all I guess the... I was a little lucky there. I said my daughter, she has a degree in engineering here from UT, and she wasn't quite as exposed to it as the students and other... Other colleges. Yeah, uh, but Kelly, university. Kelly, let's not take any credit away from Daddy here. That's you. You were the guiding hand <laughs> well, in your daughter's life. You're the one that's responsible for protecting and make sure that they have an education. They know that what really is going on. Okay, I did. I did. I made sure. I made sure. Plus, now she's a mother, and I'm thinking that her. I'm thinking that her mother instinct is kicking in, and she's. Uh, She's certainly a lot less uh, 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 prone to to, to to embrace any of that nonsense that she might have uh, she might have been influenced by earlier. Yeah. All right. Well, Kelly, appreciate the call and appreciate you calling in. Certainly, good show. All right. Thank you, sir. Uh, Gillane Maxwell. Why is it pronounced Gillane when it's actually G H I S L A N? Isn't that Gishlane? French. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Well, whatever. You know, I, I cracked up because I, I, I posted the story up along with a photo of Ghislaine Maxwell sitting in that restaurant. Remember the picture? She was, she put the, she tweeted this thing out. She was sitting in McDonald's with supposedly her dog, which wasn't her dog, going, I'm here, nobody wants to talk to me. Yeah. Robbie Rayvolt, boy, the phone only works one way. When I try to call this guy, I can never get a hold of him. Hello, Robert. <laughs> Hello, John. How's it going, man? You good? I don't know, man. Uh, you're, you're persona non gratis. I've tried to call you 25 times in the last six months and never got through to you. Is there a trick well, to this? Hey. Well, hey, it's uh, I'm living in a chaotic world up here in St. Louis, as you probably have seen. Oh. Um, I forgot you were in St. Louis. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Yeah. So it's like we've got a mini Seattle here, and <sighs> um, it's, a, it's, it's a strange little Portland Marxist-Leninist uh, Maoist gang down here running their little operations. Um, you know, I, I wanted to put that out to the listeners, John. There's a little, there's a little city in North County called Florissant, F-L-O-R-I-S-S-A-N-T, City of the Flowers been around since 1789 a little french outpost fluorescent um they've been having basically kind of riotous activities for the last number of weeks over an incident a police incident where uh 
a fluorescent cop hit a young black gentleman with his car and and so it's like a mini George Floyd that's been going on up here in, in North St. Louis County. And we've got these um, George Soros-funded prosecuting attorneys, both of them African-American, Wesley Bell, St. Louis County, and Kim Gardner, St. Louis City. And um, the two people trying to protect their home um, against the people that broke into this private neighborhood. You know, I'm, you know, you know I'm sure you covered it. Oh, I, um, I, I posted you after them. I posted the original story on RepublicBroadcasting.org. Yeah, sure. So. Um, we've got our own little sequence of drama going on here, and, and you know it, it kind of affects me in, in a in a roundabout sort of way. But you know, with the Stone Mountain thing and these um, characters with the um, NSAC, I covered this last night on my broadcast. The Not Effing Around Coalition, the NFAC, which I really kind of looked at the mirror of the Colombian revolutionaries. F- ARC. Remember the FARCs down there in the, in the 80s and 90s? Oh, yeah. Um, the NFAC. These are just another um, acronym of Marxist revolutionaries that went down to Stone Mountain and tried to call out the three percenters and white militias and so forth. And so that was indicative to me, John, that these guys, uh, if you guys are all sitting there armed and you're in your black uniforms and you're locked and loaded, why would you be against the three percenters who are the three percent that basically did not want to be disarmed um, during the colonial strife with the British? And so I, I knew that this was another Marxist kind of agitprop, astroturf um, operation going on down there at Stone Mountain. But we had Trump at Mount Rushmore. We had the NAFC gang in Stone Mountain. And we also had... Um, Louis Farrakhan at the farm, okay, in Michigan, where the Nation of Islam has a big um, complex where they grow food and so forth. And I covered this last night as well. You can find it on my archives. But Louis Farrakhan did about a three-hour and 55-minute speech where he was all over the map. He called out Bill Gates and Anthony Fauci um, for trying to depopulate the earth, which I give him some pointers for. But at the same time, he called out all white people. Basically, it's something in our nature that we are automatically racist and so forth and so on. So he went with the Black Lives Matter kind of mantras with his speech. with, And then he went into the George Floyd psyop and the rest of it. So he was all over the map, but he actually went into the fact that um, Jews tried to assassinate him with radiological um, elements. Um, kind of like um, Yasser Arafat and so forth. Uh, so there's a lot of a lot of synchronicities and serendipities going on. But I just wanted to call in because I was listening, and um, you know what we're witnessing here, John, is a an onslaught. It's a cascading sequence of events um, coming our way, and they're trying to make um, good, natural, wholesome Americans, traditional types, um, snap. They're trying to make us do something stupid. Well, and and, 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 if you, and if you've been listening to the program, this is I, I have been warning people over the several weeks, if not months, remain calm. Because yes. it takes two to tango. It takes two to dance, doesn't it? Yes. So I don't care yeah. if a black militia shows up with 2,000 people. 
I don't care if they want to start chanting, let's kill Whitey, let's kill Whitey. I'm, I'm cautioning people, unless you are physically attacked, unless you are shot at, which, again, is a possibility, but I'm also looking at the possibility that a false militia, you know, the opposition right. force, it's a setup, yeah. and then here we go. Yes. You know, and I was, I was making this point. I was like, look, all of us here at the RBN network, many of us are force multipliers, and we can um, very quickly bring people up to speed. And what they want is for us to be taken out of the equation, to get caught up in the criminal justice system, and therefore we're removed from right when we're needed. Um, when, when the SHTF moment happens, we're going to be locked up. So we've got to really keep, just like they said in the uh, revolution, wait till you see the whites in their eyes. We've got to wait for that moment, because if we do things too early, then many of us are going to be taken out of the equation right when we're going to be needed to save, you know, what's left of our people and traditions and, and the rest of it. And so that, that's well, and what I try to be emphasizing. And, and Robbie, the, the, this is, and I'm still trying to figure out, America is still trying to find itself. Uh, yeah. 244 years for an existence of a country is not a real long time. No. Um, it started out as being the best. And once you put a prize like that on the table, whoa, brother, uh, you're going to have a lot of people trying to swipe it, attack it, steal it, whatever. And we have multiple problems here in this country. And they would like, the ne'er do wells would like nothing better than the chaos that would ensue if a shooting war started. Because if, if, if you're noticing, Robbie, here, we started to drill down on this COVID thing. Real and and just magically, okay, we got this guy Pink Floyd that gets need, and well, we yeah. don't we don't know if he was drugged up and that attributed to his death, but I and there are certain elements of the concerns of Black Lives Matter, the original complaints about police brutality and there's no accountability. I'm in favor of a lot of that. Because yeah. there have been more white people killed by police than there have been blacks, even though the majority of the crime committed in this country is by whom? Blacks. Sure. You know, nobody when wants we to... Go into, when we go into the no-knock raids and the, and the flashbangs in the little baby's chest and all those things we saw over the last 10, 15 years, um, I know what you're talking about. Sure. Yeah. Well, Robbie, I, I appreciate you calling in, my friend. And uh, yeah. there's got to be a way that I can communicate with you. It's it's crazy. I, I I'm serious. I've called you 25 times and never had an answer. Well, well, look, I've talked to the board ops and and told them when when you asked me to do the ho the the show and so forth with it, that I was busy and tied up. And so get with the board ops because I always can I always connect with them. So <laughs> okay, but you know I have this thing called a telephone in my house. <laughs> right on, John. <laughs> okay, Robbie. Hey. All right, man. All right, see ya. Take care Bye. of yourself. <laughs> One of these days. One of these days, uh, uh, Robbie has got more to talk about. It's, uh, it's been a, a rather unique experience with Robbie Raybolt on Sunday nights. Real popular show on the network. Kind of uh, the wee hours of the morning, creeping into the wee hours of the morning, and he just lets it rip. We'll take the break. We'll be right back.
Did you know that you can be tracked and traced when you're online? With identity theft and cybercrimes on the rise, your passwords, your identity, and even your physical location can be revealed to complete strangers. Would you like to surf the Internet anonymously and not have to worry about these threats? Well, now you can by visiting PatriotInternet.com. For about $2 per month, PatriotInternet.com will conceal your IP address and your physical location, allowing you to browse the web, send emails, and instant message anonymously. PatriotInternet.com will bypass filters, block sites, and keyword blocking. You can also bypass logging by your router and your ISP. With PatriotInternet.com, there is no software to install and uses 128-bit encryption for your protection. When using wireless hotspots, PatriotInternet.com shields your information from identity thieves and is compatible with Windows, Mac, and Linux. Protect your identity and your freedom with anonymous Internet access from PatriotInternet.com. Visit PatriotInternet.com today. As a listener of RBN, you're surely concerned about being informed and being ready for whatever may come. Please consider the following questionnaire as a soul-jarring wake-up call. If you answer no to more than two of these following questions, you probably aren't going to make it through any major disruption in our country. The questions were compiled by people that have been there. Are you really ready? Do you own your own firearm for the primary defense and protection of you and your loved ones? Have you ever been professionally trained to stand against life-threatening behavior? Have you ever practiced enough to fire 500 rounds during a two- to four-day time frame, day and night? Can you load, unload, fire, and clear a jam in total darkness? Have all the adults in your household been professionally trained? Are you, life and death, comfortable with your abilities with pistol, revolver, shotgun, and rifle? Are you aware that everything that you do to prepare for an emergency is a waste of time, money, and energy? If you haven't honed your abilities to their highest level to protect and keep what you have, do you have the repair parts that will most likely be needed for each of your firearm, and do you have the ability to install those parts? Could you completely clean every firearm you own? Are you aware that your body won't go where your mind hasn't been? In other words, without proper training, followed by regular practice, you probably will not win a gunfight. Well, how did you measure up? Take the once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to start correcting your deficiencies by receiving your Commander Lifetime Membership with Front Sight Firearms Training Facility. A one-time donation to RBN for $500 We'll give you a Commander Lifetime Membership at Front Sight as a tremendously huge thank you bonus. See details on RBN's webpage to make it happen. The clock is ticking. You had better be ready before it happens. Thomas in Florida. Go ahead, Tom. Uh, thank you for having me on. Uh, my take on the whole situation that's going on in the last four months is uh, I think what we're dealing with is a, uh, a terrified uh, New World Order. I liken them to being a, uh, a very terrified, uh, wounded beast, basically knows that they've had it, and they... Uh, are pretty much moving in, in desperation. They're making a lot of stupid mistakes. They're making a lot of clumsy mistakes. Mm-hmm. Even average normies, as we call them, realize something has gone wrong. 
I well, think what's I mean, happened Tom, is they, Tom, they, it, it's yeah. to the point now the police are joining the militias. Yeah. They yeah. Un, they yeah. finally understand. And and this is what I was thinking about during the break, Tom. All the stuff that they've been pumped full of, especially the uh, memos of memorandum from the FBI and other groups like the ADL and Southern Poverty Law, almost elevated a cabinet status with the Obama administration, and all this stuff was going out to law enforcement about these evil sovereign citizens that would much rather kill you in cold blood than, than talk to you during a routine traffic stop. This is the kind of crap that they have been put through. Uh, the National Defense Authorization Act, they saw that, and there was a pucker factor here in Texas. You could hear it in New York City. You can hear things slamming shut. So these guys, they have been kind of in the firing line, but they're stepping back now. Now they're starting to see for themselves. And now they're seeking solution. They don't want to be caught without backing. They're human beings. They're fathers. They're brothers. They're sons. You know, there are a lot of different things. They're part of the communities. Thomas, they see what's going on. And now they're starting to consider that, wait a minute, maybe all this crap that we heard about back in the 90s and in the 2000s, these guys were right. Holy mackerel. So they're breaking out of the propaganda bag, and they're seeing things for what they are. Yeah, well, I know that the uh, the Internet is absolutely, you know, eavesdropped on. <laughs> I know that they have all these devices where they can actually measure the chatter, as they call it, mm-hmm. and they can see what's trending and what's happening. Mm-hmm. And I do believe they've measured the chatter, and they, they have no choice but to do what they're doing at the rate they're doing it. They're absolutely clumsy. Uh, like I've said, like I, maybe I've said, Michael Collins Piper used to say, these, these, these folks, this, this, this group, have no sense of timing and no sense of proportion, and they always end up getting their foot stuck in it in the end. And I think that their AI uh, machines have told them, hey, jump now or you are going to get wiped out. It's going to be the real Holocaust this time. And I think they're moving at such a a stupid, reckless pace because it's the level of their fear and desperation. And that's that's the way I take it. Well, and and, and Thomas, you've heard me say this many, many times. They have an Achilles heel, and they've always had it. And people that think that they're privileged because of their position of political power of their wealth or whatever the case may be. They think they're above it all. Uh, what, what do we see? Gavin Newsom out in California, he's ordering everybody, uh, you know, wear a mask, stay at home, get off the beaches. His winery was open for taste testing over the 4th of July. How do things like uh, People are starting to see this for what it is, Thomas, and they're not liking it, they have been, this has been the most over-the-top propagandizing, I mean, one situation, boom, 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 after another. And people are shell-shocked. They're still trying to gather their thoughts. But with all this downtime that they have been sheltering in place and not allowed to do this, not allowed to do that, they've had the time to reflect. And, and you're right. They are getting sloppy. They've thrown everything at us that they, well, let me not say everything that they can, 
But short of making this planet inhabitable, (laughs) uh, they pretty much ran the gamut. And they are sloppy, they are desperate, and they are scared. And as, as they should be, because, Thomas, the amount of people that have been organizing to get us to this point in our country's history, the numbers are relatively small. They know that. They've got their minions, they've got their payroll they take care of. They think that as long as people are on the payroll, they're going to keep doing it. They're, they've missed on a lot of different things, Thomas, and you're exactly right. The other thing I was going to say is wait till BLM or someone should inform BLM who brought all the blacks <laughs> to America. <laughs> then you're going to have a bunch of people raging through the streets, and they're going to start burning down the synagogues, and that's going to really get their attention. Well, <laughs> did, that did, would, wouldn't, that, wouldn't that make you did, smile? Did, did you call in the Mike Rivera show, by the way? Yes, I did. Okay, that's that's who I heard because I, I thought that sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, well, if they find out and they're knocking over statues, why not go burn the synagogues? Well, they could actually first ask them for money, and if they don't pay up, hey, burn the synagogue down. Well, this is going to be an opportunity for good Jewish Americans to make a stand as well, now, isn't it? I want to start hearing from the good Jewish uh, people in the country that see this for what it is, and they're they're out there, folks. That they really are. I've talked to many of them. Thomas, thank you for your yeah. call. Appreciate it, bud. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Talk Right, the conservative app offered by TalkStream Live that caters exclusively to the conservative talk radio community. Here you'll see only talk shows and podcasts from the conservative right. All the big broadcast names and online digital shows in one place. Talk Right makes it easy to find all your favorite conservative talkers with all the upscale features you come to expect from TalkStream Live. Keep up with the fast-paced political world. Download Talk Right today from Google Play or the App Store. The Republic Broadcasting Network, late night, premier show of Redfield Hardcore is hosted by activists that want to hear from you. The listeners, so that you can get involved in the activism, please call in at 800-313-9443 at 10 p.m. to enter the discussion. To book yourself as a guest, call our studio at 202-657-5715 or contact RBN staff. Remember, keep it real and take the red pill. Extend your life with Extendovite, a seven-herb combination made from garlic, cayenne, bilberry, hawthorn, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. Each herb was chosen for their abilities to help improve irregular heartbeats, chest pain, lower cholesterol, as well as normalize blood pressure and clean and strengthen arteries, plus much, much more. Doctors have taken people off of some or all of their pills just because they believe their patients got better while taking Extendivite. Get the dependability of Extendivite. Just see how you feel in six months. A two-month supply of either capsules or liquid is only $69.95 plus shipping and handling. Call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. 
Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not, or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Take down, break down, take down, everybody wants into the crowded line. Break down, take down, you busted, busted, shake down, break down, take just about the time you think it's all right. Break down, take down, you busted, shake down, break down, take just about the time you think it's all right. We are back. Jim in Brooklyn. Go ahead. Yeah, hi, John. Uh, I want to respond to the last caller about Jews waking up. Yeah. Because I believe that I have to wake them up more than most people, Jew and non-Jew. I want to say something about this idea of the uh, black communities in these large cities killing their own and the young children, especially very much recently. In Chicago, I think you're referring to, Jim. And, and New York City, we lost a lot of kids this weekend in New York also. Mm-hmm. And I, w- I want to say what I, what I, not only what I believe this is, what I know this is. I want to go back to King Nebuchadnezzar, who went out to conquer the world, and he destroyed the first temple. He was caught. Somebody walked in on him before he, went to, before he set out, and he was eating a live bunny rabbit. He was eating a rabbit alive. And he made the person who saw him make sure he never told anybody what he was doing. And it says the reason he was eating a live rabbit is he was hardening himself to go out and slaughter people all over the world. And I know, I don't believe, I know that this, this thing with the black people killing their children, their neighbor's children and other black people, there's nothing more or less, whether consciously or unconsciously, to prepare themselves for what we hope does not occur, but which is prepared to be a mass slaughter of people, of white people and other people around the country. Something like this is, 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 a, is, a, is, a, is a self-taught hardening of the heart to prepare for bitter onslaught. And I, I don't believe this. I know this. Hmm. Well, Jim, I, I certainly... <laughs> cannot disagree with the premise. Uh, They're trying to pick a fight. This strategically uh, orchestrated um, black militia that has now cropped up. This is why I'm warning the militias out there and the militias. This is just an anarchist militia, the black uh, militia I'm speaking of. Um, 
I am, again, calling for the calm of the militias that have been formed in this country. Hell, they were, they were formed 30 years ago. Uh, a lot of the guys that were part of that are no longer around, but they had kids and they trained them. What I'm trying to say here is, Jim, that there is a counter to this, and we don't want to necessarily go there. And uh, well, yeah, I, I just want to say that it will go there, and it should go there, but it should not go in little individual spontaneous pockets or individuals. Which I don't know how, but it must be universally coordinated. Well, Jim, otherwise it will. Yeah, yeah, I. I, I'm not quite sure that I agree with you that it, this must take place. Well, why are you so adamant that this is going to come to blows and there's going to be a piled up dead bodies in the street corners of America? I don't think that well, is the case. Well, I hope you're right, but that's what it looks like to me. Well, and, and I'm preparing. I mean, if there's one guy that you can talk to that that knows the deal, it's me. I was back in the formation of the militias back in the 90s. I knew exactly why we were forming. Uh, we told all the people that were on board, 39 of the 50 states we visited, and uh, basically mapped out the militias. And uh, I won't say it's policies, but I had a do-not-do list. And Were you with, were you with mom, the militia of Michigan? No, no, that's militia of Montana. That was John oh, Trockman. He was in Montana. Oh. Uh, the Michigan militia, there were a couple of different factions up there that didn't appreciate. We were the kind of not Michigan militia. Uh, we were just the militia. And we were out there, rather than just staying in the state, we were out there training and giving advice to a lot of people that wanted to form their militias. You know, Jim, you know, I was, I, I don't know how history is going to treat all this, but um, I was one. Uh, we've raised an army before, and we can again. Only this time, the lines are going to be even more clear. But uh, but I'm telling you this: this does not necessarily have to go the way that you said. Let if, me ask this one question. Yeah, I, I just want to: how, how would you explain the, this killing of, of, of black children by black people? Cultural deficiency. People locked in a vacuum, and without input, without a structured society without a family unit, with nothing. How are the black churches doing in this country right now? Not good. Uh, we had the welfare masters, you know, that told uh, moms with several children, you know, if you don't have a husband in the family, you can collect more benefits. Huh. Yeah. You can see how the family was attacked, but there is very clear clear evidence as to why we have the problems we have in the inner cities right now. And it didn't would have you, to would, be. Would you agree that even if everything you said is right, that nonetheless, because of what is happening, people's hearts are being harder to commit mass murder? Well, I don't know. I, yeah. I, yeah, you know, the, the, look, when somebody, I was giving this a lot of thought the other day. When this country goes to war, or we do a police action, or whatever the case, the soldier himself, does he really want to, is his heart so hardened that he actually wants to go in there and kill as many of the quote-unquote enemy? No, it's been demonstrated through two world wars that that wasn't necessarily the case, but what this comes down to is you change your attitude real quick. Once the bullets start bouncing around you, you got somebody that wants to kill you. Well, that, that's what 
that's what Patton said. He said when you see your buddy belong to, to non-existence, then you're going to get then you're going to get strong. When you can stick your hand in what used to be your buddy's face, I think he said in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, but the, you know that that is a scenario that a soldier will get in line real quick when there's people that want to kill him. He's going to try to preserve his own life by killing that quote unquote enemy. But but Jim, I'm not down with you on this one. Um, okay. Okay. It doesn't. Right. It doesn't. Jim. It doesn't necessarily have to be. Okay. I hope you're right. All right. Thanks for your call. Goodbye. Lenny in California. Hello, Lenny. Uh, hello, Mr. Stepmiller. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. Um, I listened. I listened to Thomas's call earlier. Then I just got Jim, and uh, what I what I'm about to say is just the way I see it, and based on biology. Okay, if you ever seen wolves or a pack of dogs hunt, how do they hunt? They hunt in a cursorial pack. Uh, killer killer whales swim in a cursorial pod. Right. Uh, the lion pride. Okay, they hunt in a cursorial pride. Right. Now, with that being said, the white race is the most cursorial. Of the human animal, you stick together in a form of togetherness because you had to. You it's encoded in your DNA to be able to come through the ice age. Okay, if you look back, you look at the woolly mammoth, you look at the saber-toothed tiger. All those things are extinct because the white race had to be able to stick together to survive all of that. Okay, mm-hmm. now, you, your race is the most cursorial. I can tell the black, the so-called black militia who were marching through um, Stone Mountain, Georgia, how this thing <laughs> would turn out. And, and your callers are exactly right, because I'm just looking at it from basic biology now. You know, cursorial is coded in your DNA. It sure is rhythm. It's coded in some black people. Now, I want to get to Jim. <laughs> Lenny, I well, hold on here. Lenny, I'm not quite sure that uh, I'm down with this whole tribal thing because human, well, no, no. Oh, human, human beings in an environment, they will become a product of their environment. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. What no, I'm, that's, I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, I, we're in total agreement there. I'm just saying there are some basic things. So when I, when I want to get to Jim... And what what you see is is the way black people because they're not they haven't raided any nations or conquered any nations except themselves. So this is total tribal. You're still having this on a minor level that yeah. they can't seem to get past. Well, okay, and, they and, they've been programmed to kill each other, but that's as far as it goes. Well, and and this is the part of the problem, Lenny. And I'm always interested in your opinion because I'm talking about a lot of things that would. Um, if, say, the run-of-the-mill black person from Cincinnapolis heard me talking, never heard the show before or whatever, didn't have a clue what was going on, what would be the first thing out of his mouth? Well, you're just a racist. I am not. Yeah. If they haven't listened to you like I have, I, if, if they haven't, I've listened to Robert Ravel 
for over three years now. Okay, <laughs> and and buddy, and he you can, know the way he he can he can scorch. The, <laughs> oh yeah, and the way and the way he 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 studies Farrakhan, I study Ravel. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I get that, I understand it, but I'm I'm just talking about the the basic. By you know, we can overcome programming. Right. Yeah, we can overcome that. Okay, because you know I had a a, um, a college roommate who was Italian. All right, you know I've had a lot of friends from a lot of different races and ethnic backgrounds, but let me just get to the nature of the likes of Jim, who's speaking from a book that only apparently he's read. Because I I read the Bible, and and I have a, a, a minor in theology. Well, he 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 he's 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 read the Talmud. He he didn't he didn't read well, the Bible. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, I'm I'm pretty much speaking. Yeah, it's from the Talmud. That's exactly what I was thinking. Okay. But see, you you Jim, you have your own uh, code of DNA. It's called apoplecticness. Okay. You you have gone up. You want to usurp the white race as your own because you have what's coded in your DNA as the God complex. From God's chosen to 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 God's chosen of the damn, but you, what you, what you want to do is you want to put it off on us. This is your thing, mm-hmm. but you want to scapegoat us for what you're trying to do. By the if way, you're looking for foot soldiers. I'm sorry, but no. By Go the ahead. way, uh, Robbie Rayvolt, bring bring Robbie in, will you? Hello, Robert. You there? John, you got me. Yeah, I got you. I've got Lenny on the line. I'm sure he's called in your show before. Yes, him and I talk quite a bit about Brule and all this other stuff. But remember this about these um, um, these these characters who showed up at Stone Mountain. The guy, the Grandmaster Jay, okay, that was running the whole thing. He was the orchestrator. He was ripping on fellow blacks because he was supposed to have thirty thousand people there that showed up. And guess what? Maybe a hundred, hundred and twenty showed up. So that's what. So you remember this about other black people. They saw the PSYOP, and they decided to stay home. He was, if you watch the full video, he's ripping on fellow blacks that didn't want to get their little Antifa black uniforms on and strap up with their chest rigs and go out there with all their little weapons. He could only muster maybe one or 200 people, and he said there was supposed to be 30,000. So 28,800 people decided, you know what? Um, I'm not going to get caught up in this psyop. So remember that about other other black folks that they all said they were going to be in, but that that guy that led that little thing, uh, twenty eight thousand and some change, decided not to show up. So that's promising, and I just wanted to throw that in there, John. And and I appreciate that, Mr. Ravel, and I appreciate you too, Mr. Stepmiller. And this is what I'm saying, you know, I right now. I'm in California, yeah, but I got some good old boys. Who you would probably call them, um, uh, what would you call them, the, the Texas Rangers, who've already told me, when the shooting starts, you can come here. And they're as white as you, Mr. Stepmiller. Okay, I got some back in Alabama who are telling me the same thing. I got a way out. I got a plan B. But what I'm saying to Jim is, don't try and scapegoat us yeah. for your own machinations. Mm. You think you're so smart, and you think, but... But your worst thinking is that you think all black people are dumb. And that's the worst. If you want to fight, sir, if you want to usurp the white race, which you tried to do 110 times that's on record, go for it. But leave us out of it. <laughs> Lenny, thank you for your call. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. Thanks. Uh-huh.
done. I just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, 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 Lenny's a smart guy. He's been around the block a yeah. few times. And I appreciate his opinion and how he takes this because I'm fully aware that I'm a white guy. I'm reminded of it from time to time. Robert, I don't get up in the morning and comb my hair and shave and brush my teeth and tell myself what a wonderful-looking white guy you are. Uh, whiteness was never a factor. I never looked at myself as being a race. I looked at myself as being a human being. And here is part of the problem, this hyphenated America. Whether it's black, Jewish, I don't give a damn what it is. You know, I, 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 this is fascinating. It, this, yeah. this is uh, something we have never seen before. This country has never gone through before. And there's going to be a few mistakes made. But I think, Robert, overall, I think the people, are, as, as you indicated, they're starting to wise up. And I think they're going to throw a revolution that people aren't going to show up to support it. All the while, we're sitting back on the porch, you know, having a hot dog and drinking a beer. And We know where that AK is. We know where the ammo is. We know when the time comes that we might be... Check this out. Rochester. Rochester. They tore down Frederick Douglass, okay? The most... The most prominent, basically, black thinker of our our previous age that white people could even get on board with. The cultural override gang, the the Great Leap Backward gang, um, tore down um, the Frederick Douglass statue. So this is what we're dealing with. Well, and and this is becoming, and what, Robert, what this is becoming, it's becoming an example to people that there is no really a, uh, there's no real agenda here that's worth even listening to because they hate America. I mean Christopher Columbus, I mean come on, man. How yeah. far do you want to go back? I mean, when you start ripping down the abolitionists um yeah. kind of monuments and so forth, you're really lost. The Quakers and so forth yeah. that were like against slavery from day one and so you know there's an insidious an insidious toxic depopulation agenda, just like Farrakhan said in, in the little element where he was actually speaking some truth um, on the 4th. I watched the whole thing, and he's about he's about on the edge of his um, meet, meeting his reward. Um, he, so we're not going to see him for a while, and I covered this all last night, but um, look, we, we've got a cultural revolution, and it's a great leap backward attempting mm-hmm. to happen here, thanks mm-hmm. to quackademia, hackademia, um, our little commie media, our mockingbird gang, um, and they, they've got a plan for us, and all of us have to realize that, hey, okay, this is some sick stuff, and, and people are, are getting wise to it. They're getting wise to the hoax of the mask yep. and all the goofy garbage. And yep. So, hey, Robbie, let's see what happens. And, I, yeah. I, I got a break, man. Thanks, thanks yeah. a bunch. I see appreciate you. it. All right, all see right. you. No reason to get excited. This is too good to be true, except this time it is real. 100%. No joke. How about a $25,000 membership to Front Sight Firearms Training Facility as a thank you bonus for a one-time donation to RBN of only $500? It is a Commander Lifetime membership with no yearly fees or dues. The training is free for the rest of your life with over 50 different classes then leave it to your designated beneficiary. You provide the approved firearm, holster, ammo, eye, and ear protection, 
Many features and bonuses are included, more than you would ever expect or believe. This is the ultimate graduation present, wedding gift, etc., etc. See the details. Go to RBN's webpage and frontsite.com to make it happen. You will hear this offer only on this radio network. Help keep RBN alive. Tell five. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. Did you know that you can be tracked and traced when you're online? With identity theft and cybercrimes on the rise, your passwords, your identity, and even your physical location can be revealed to complete strangers. Would you like to surf the Internet anonymously and not have to worry about these threats? Well, now you can by visiting PatriotInternet.com. For about $2 per month, PatriotInternet.com will conceal your IP address and your physical location, allowing you to browse the web, send emails, and instant message anonymously. PatriotInternet.com will bypass filters, block sites, and keyword blocking. You can also bypass logging by your router and your ISP. With PatriotInternet.com, there is no software to install and uses 128-bit encryption for your protection. When using wireless hotspots, PatriotInternet.com shields your information from identity thieves and is compatible with Windows, Mac, and Linux. Protect your identity and your freedom with anonymous Internet access from PatriotInternet.com. Visit PatriotInternet.com today. If you've watched any communist revolution in any country, that's exactly what you're seeing here. Amazing. Jerry in Chicago. Tripped over any bodies hey, lately? Jen. Hey, tripped over any bodies hey. lately, Jerry? Nope, I'm sick of it. I hear it every morning on the news. Uh, uh, and they can't even get the numbers straight. It was 70, 72, 77, and 79. So you can't make heads or tails out of it. But uh, I'll make it real quick. Get the opportunity. Pull up a YouTube video, hour and 36 minutes, Uncle Tom. And that will open a lot of people's eyes who are Democratic. But And that's all I wanted to say. Okay. Thank you, Jer. Uncle. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Pull that up. Take a look at it, Mike. Uncle Tom on YouTube. You know, if you were, if you went out there and made uh, a success of yourself, well, then use an Uncle Tom. Wait a minute. I'm not allowed to take advantage of a situation to enrich myself, have a roof over my family's head, buy decent clothes, eat decent food. I'm an Uncle Tom for doing that. Ooh. 
Dave in Nevada. Hello, Dave. How are you, John? Good. What's on um, your mind? This mask situation. Um, and the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because I, I listen to a lot of different shows, and I listen to a lot of, because I, I want to, not just the host, I want to hear what callers are talking about. They're just as important. And uh, I hear a lot of, I hear not a lot, but certain callers, they have a different point of view about the mask. I, I don't personally like the mask, okay, and I have my reasons. And then I'll hear other callers call in and they'll say, well, just wear the mask, you know, why, why not just wear the mask so you make everyone feel safe? Right. And so I'm just, my, my, my whole question is, even regardless of how controversial, like we're not scientists, most of us, we, we're not neurologists or uh, PhDs in, 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 in virology, but since when are people so afraid of getting sick? <laughs> since the fear is being orchestrated and pumped into no, no, seriously, John. Since how, how, how like, how, like, there's been disease for like, there's been AIDS. We've had AIDS. Yeah, uh, that came from where a laboratory. Yeah. Yeah, we we've had uh, uh, different kinds of sicknesses and flus and stuff. But all of a sudden, people are they're, they're so afraid of getting sick. I don't understand why. Like even even people who call in, like they're, I, I'm guessing they're regular listeners or whatever they believe in the Constitution, but they're they're afraid of getting sick. Why? Well, I I I don't know of what you speak, Dave, because I've not heard those calls, so I can't speak to that. But well, I've heard these calls. Okay, well that okay, fine. I'll have to take your word for it, Dave, because I haven't heard them. Okay, okay, you've made that statement twice, but I don't know who you're referring to, and I don't know the callers. So I I don't know I don't know that I, I don't know them are there but I'm just saying that there's a, there's a, there's there's no consensus on this mask issue because they're because they've they've created a, a dividing line between people who are just like I want my freedom and and people who who are just about uh, I, I I can't I don't, I want to be protected from getting sick at all costs. No, I I I got you. I got you. Let me take Tom in Utah. He's got a quick comment. You got about thirty seconds, Tom. Uh, it sounds like Johnny One Note, but in the book, uh, all is quiet in the Western Front. Since we need to have our wits and acuity with us, days before they took these soldiers into battle, they got them off the fat food so their blood would be clear and get better oxygenation. Right now, I think we need people with acute minds and acute function. That's so, uh, what I wanted to tell you. So a low-fat diet. All right, Tom. Okay. Yeah. It's All right. I, I've got to go. I've got to go. We're out of time. Thanks for your call. Thank you for being here today, ladies and gentlemen. Back tomorrow with another edition of the National Intel Report. Please do not forget to support this network. Extendivite really works. Here are some reviews from Amazon.com. Nikki, great product. Have to try it for a few months to see results. After taking Extendivite for about six months, I have noticed improvement on the numbness of my hands and wrists from carpal tunnel. I will continue to buy the product. Ken Peaks, five out of five stars. Works as advertised. This formula is very powerful. Be careful to follow directions. I am feeling much better. My heart rate and blood pressure has stabilized and my lower edema has reduced. Lower leg pain due to blood clots has disappeared. Thank you. To order, call 
1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit our website at heartdrop.com. Extend your life with You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. 